right. Welcome back to another podcast episode, Podcasts of Farming Assets. If you've joined us for the first time, fantastic. Welcome. We're excited to have you. If you like the content, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe and feel free to share us as well. Don't keep a secret and give this podcast a link to other friends, family, and colleagues. Again, this is all for you guys and feel free not to keep us a secret. Share this episode with everybody you possibly can. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Farming Assets. If you're a subscriber, thanks so much for joining us. And if you're not, go ahead and feel free to subscribe and like our content. And if if there's any comments that you may have, feel free to share those comments or topics that you'd like to hear my opinion on. And that's just all it is, is my opinion. I don't profess to be a economic expert or I'm just a, a random business owner, just like yourself, who is sick and tired of the really not understanding why certain articles are being written and what they're being written about. And so I thought I'd take a little bit of action and started my my podcast, Farming Assets. And so well, I'm going to go ahead and, and go through today's article. And and we, we've kind of taken a little reprieve from California, but today I'm going to read an article about uh, off the website kpbs.org and this TV radio station talking about California's owners homeowners insurance crisis is growing and spreading to car insurance now to defend California just a tad here I will say that we're also having personal insurance problems with the state of Florida because of hurricanes for homeowners. I would anticipate that it's going to creep into car insurance as well, auto insurance as well, as well as if you're sitting here saying, suckers, California, Florida, that's what you guys get. Rest assured, the insurance industry also has insurance policies throughout the nation. And so you and I, no matter where we're at, are going to be affected by this because as companies, they still have a financial statement and a financial well-being and decisions to make for their business. So we will, if you have not already seen it, we have in some of our other businesses, we'll start seeing the tightening of claims, quick, quicker denial of claims, even though you know that it shouldn't be denied. And they're going to start playing these games and passing the time to just hope people will just give up and not continue with the claim. So we're going to see this across the country. But let's go ahead and read this article. Ken May owns an insurance agency in Carlsbad. He laughs as he says he used to be mostly ignored at the monthly mixers for local real estate agents and industry leaders, which is probably true. Now he says he's like Tony Robbins, but for insurance, everybody wants to hear him speak and has questions. <laughs> at a June meeting of the Oceanside Realtor Caravan, agents asked him about their clients who are having issues getting homeowners insurance. Now, one of those agents who has been selling properties in San Diego for 25 years. She said, insurance companies are finding problems with properties that would usually be insured without any issues. This is the first time we are experiencing this and we are worried because I don't know what's going to happen with the next escrows, she said. The system is broken and it led to this. And I talked about two weeks ago about the perfect storm and it's happening and it's gonna blow deals, May told the group. If the insurance industry collapses in California, we're all screwed. No, I don't think we're all screwed, but 
the banks, the reason why the homeowner's insurance is so important is because banks want to make sure they get their money. So banks are just going to end up having to have other areas of collateral or structure other situations to where, or they'll just have to take the risk. But at the end of the day, this isn't the first time we're experiencing this. This has happened over the years when there's been a lot of catastrophic and and mother nature claims and and issues that have occurred. Now it's become more and more, and the system is broken. The system's not broken. The reality is, is they're private companies. They're private companies that are offering insurance. They're taking the risk and you and I are paying a premium. Yes. In that contract, they're underwriting that contract and they're saying we're willing to take the risk for this premium. What they're saying now is we're not willing to take the risk for this premium. They more than likely would love to raise insurance rates, which they can, but the state of California and the Department of Insurance does not allow insurance companies to do this. California and New York are two of the most difficult states when it comes to insurance, departments of insurance with regards to insurance across the board, not homeowners and autos, but all insurance. It's just a issue And now it's going to pay the piper. This is why a lot of long-term care insurance companies have left the state of California because they need to raise rates and the state of California won't allow them. So some insurance carriers have stopped. That was all my commentary, by the way. Let's continue with the article. Some insurance carriers have stopped writing new homeowners policies in California. The most recent are the largest so far, all state and farmers. The companies declined an interview request, but sent similar statements saying they're they're pausing new policies to protect current customers because rebuilding costs have gone up. That is true. The inflation over the last couple of years have caused that. And so if you look at the structure of insurance policies, it's a replacement cost. And if you got insurance and you're paying premium $1,200 for your $400,000 house to be replaced and inflation costs the materials to be no longer 400,000 but 450, 600,000 to replace that house and you're paying premium for 400, more than likely the state is not allowing the insurance companies to increase rates based on that. Okay? So it's basic business. It's basic finance. You and your household are doing the same thing. If insurance rates increased and your premiums increased from $1200 to $800, $1800, what would you do? You'd start shopping around. If you couldn't find someone to at a lower rate, what would you do? You'd have to make a decision. All right, fine. I'm going to do it for $1,800 or I'm not going to get insurance. Good luck with that, right? So that's the issue. Now, where some of the issue is, is that banks are requiring part of the mortgage and the lending that we have insurance. That also makes sense because banks are risking giving you and I money to buy that house and we pay the financing. So most of the mortgage contracts have the ability to actually call the loan. And what that means is that they can just say, all right, well, shoot, you owe $323,000 left on the loan, pay it now. Okay. Because you don't have insurance. Okay. Right? So the system is designed to work with each other, but now we have some issues here. Now, who do we blame? Well, the blame's got to go all around, but I would have to say, and this is a commentary on myself, this is my opinion, I would have to say some of the blame has to deal with leadership of the state because they're neglecting a lot of stuff. And so when there are fires year over year, 
that could be somewhat manageable or controlled by land maintenance, then that's a state-run issue. That's a government-run issue. Now, if there's a natural disaster like a hurricane or rains, obviously no, no human can predict that and dictate that. But at the same time, the humans also know how to control water. And many times streets flood because the sewer systems are all backed up. So we don't do a good job of maintaining the sewer systems and so on and so forth. So you can look at all these little things. Are they all nitpicky? Sure, they're all nitpicky until there's a, an issue and we need them and they don't work. And then there's damage, right? And then we get upset. And now it's affecting us as homeowners or as citizens of the states. State Farm, back to the article, State Farm Independent Contractor Agent a licensed and authorized in California will continue to serve existing customers for these products. This is a continued statement from State Farm and new customers for products not impacted by this decision, said the State Farm's statement, which also said its decision to stop accepting new policy applications would not affect auto insurance. But when we spent some time in May's insurance business, that was not the case. I just want to show you how hard it is, he said, as he typed away on his computer looking for auto insurance quotes for a client. A screen came up with names of insurance companies. May said would typically see prices next to names about 14 quotes, but not this time. And watch all the rates that come up, May said looking at the screen. Not one, not one. He said the names that do come up are unfamiliar names. Plus, he's finding only one or two willing to write a policy. And he said after he signs up his clients, chances are the policy will take up to 20 days to take effect. Okay, but there is assurance co coverage. There are companies out there, and that is capitalism. There are companies out there willing to take the risk. Now the premiums may be a little bit higher or maybe a unknown or less known insurance company. Still an insurance company. You still have the opportunity to get insurance based on this article, right? Now, he said with some of his clients have not been able to renew their driver's licenses because they need proof of insurance and others have not been able to take their dream car off the dealer's lot. I do actually see the renewal of driver's license being an issue, right? That's the trickle down effect from insurance to renewing your driver's license. So now we listen as May talked about Eugene, a customer who had to wait 10 days to get new car insurance, leading to trouble getting it registered. Eugene said he just tried to make sure he was driving carefully. And that's the option we have, the choice we have. Every time I would see someone get pulled over, I'm like, man, I hope it's not me the next time, next one that gets pulled over, even though I paid for my insurance, Eugene said. Adding to the headache, some drivers are finding the grace period of premium payments is gone. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the issue. And I can keep going on and 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 on on this article. But let's drop down of this article to consumer advocate. And mind you, I have not read this before. I have not read this article. And this is the issue. Oh, let's go here. Here, Where agents go for help. Never in my career have I received so many phone calls and emails from agents, said Michael DiArio. Who is Michael DiArio? He was up in the other part. I think he's just uh, some advocate of something else. Okay, let's, let's move on. Sorry. Oh, the executive director says right after that. <laughs> the executive director of the American Agent Alliance. He represents over 400 insurance agents across the state. 
He said the calls go something like this. I'm so angry because I have customers in my office literally in tears because they need insurance, whether it's home or auto, and I can't fulfill their needs. And it's killing me. How funny how people are angry they can't get insurance. Before all this, people were complaining that their insurance was too expensive and they dislike insurance. And now people are like, oh, I can't get insurance. (laughs) I I guess it depends on the situation that everybody's in. He said the agents add that it's not about the money because they make more if they charge more. Yeah, it is about the money for the clients and it is about the money across the board. That's why we're in this situation. Now, the agents may not be talking about the money, but it is about the money because they don't get paid if they have no people or no policies to sell. So so it is about money. Let's be honest. Now, when you say it's not about money, they're not trying to be greedy and trying to be, you know, focused on trying to sell larger policies. Yeah, we get that. But it is about the money. That's why they're upset. They want to serve their clients, but also they have bills to pay as well. Now, he puts the blame on a California insurance commissioner, Ricardo Lara, saying companies leaving in droves should have been red flagged and a wake up call. Well, you know what? You can blame him all day long, but there is a commissioner before that. There is a commissioner before that. Laura also isn't taking the blame that there's also a proposition called Proposition 103 passed by voters in the 80s. Voters of California, now most of those voters are probably either dead or not in the state anymore, when insurance rates were out of control under the law, the commissioner has to approve rate increases. But that didn't happen during a COVID pandemic. For 31 months, this insurance commissioner did not approve rate filings or rate increases for automobile insurance and has clogged the pipeline. This is what I was saying before. New York's like this as well. The the Department of Insurance in California drags their feet, and it's across the board. And I don't know if they're under under financed, understaffed, or whatever it is, but they do a horrific job, a horrific job. Now, I also want to say, come to their defense, can you imagine reading insurance policies and rates all day long? That is a scissors to the eyes, right? But it's what you chose to do. So do your damn job, right? That's all we got to say. Do your damn job. Now, the consumer advocate part of this article, the agents are only repeating the misinformation they're given by the insurance companies. That's true. But at the end of the day, Information is information, truth, misinformation or not, there there are issues. Now, Florida and Texas and all over the country, the insurance companies are raising rates and pulling out of neighborhoods. The difference is in California, they have to go through a process that protects the public and the insurance companies that can't stand that. That's true. But now the state of California isn't protecting the the public because they're not allowing insurance companies to protect themselves because at the end of the day, it's the insurance companies that are taking higher risk. Do you see people driving less crazy? Do you see less accidents? Do you see less craziness and and home thefts and and various things that coverages that these insurance policies cover? Do you see less of that? Absolutely not. In fact, you see more of that because guess what? The politicians make decisions that cause they're letting out, they're letting prisoners out. They're not arresting people or they're arresting people and then they're letting them go for the stealing. People can go steal up to $950 worth of products, goods, and services in retail stores without getting prosecuted. Who insures that? Insurance companies. 
So you could be a watchdog all day long. You can blame the insurance companies all day long. But at the end of the day, the politicians make stupid, dumbass decisions or they don't make decisions because all they are caring about is the power that they have, which is going to go away. This is ridiculous. I can keep going on and on, but I'm not going to drub this on more and more. You, the commissioner's office, you can get guess what the commissioner's office is going to say. We're doing everything we can. We're we're trying to protect the public, but at the same time, making sure insurance companies are doing okay. Right? It's the same dialogue over the PR person, the risk management PR person, is saying, "Hey, you know, say this, say that." You know, it's all lip service. We know that, and I'm not trying to be cynical. But that's reality. We've seen it and heard it enough. That's the reality. So I just find this interesting. This will be continued an issue. But you see this continued issue from the administration that's running this federal government or that thinks they're running this federal government and or they are and they're purposely mismanaging or misrunning this government. It trickles into other states that I'm sorry, states that have a similar political bent. And at some point, you, the people, we, the people need to wake the F up, wake up, stop pointing fingers at everybody else and blaming everybody else and start pointing the finger at yourself. Start looking at the mirror in yourself and take responsibility for your stupid, dumb decisions. Period. I mean, at the end of the day, you can complain all you want, complain all you want, because then when something happens, you're going to complain more. Shut up. Shut up and take responsibility because at the end of the day, this is all our fault. There's more of us. There's over 330 million people, citizens in the United States, men, women, and children. Okay. And at the end of the day, how many politicians are there? Not 330 million. So shut up, take responsibility, and make a difference, make a change. You, we are, you are reaping the rewards, whether you consider it a good reward or not, we're reaping the consequences of decisions or lack of decisions. So I hate to be, I apologize to be the bad guy here, but at the end of the day, that's reality. If you agree with me or you disagree with me, go to the polls this next election. Prove it. Prove it. Because we have seen over the last couple of years, what happens when we have vacant administration? Hasn't gotten better, has it? It keeps getting worse and keeps getting worse. Imagine another four years of this. How exciting is that? So anyways, if you like our content, maybe not that last two minute tirade, but if you liked everything else, feel free to subscribe. If you like the two minute tirade and you want more tirades, let me know. Trust me, I could be a grumpy old guy like the best of them. But thank you so much for attending Farming Assets. You have a great day. All right, welcome back to another podcast episode, Podcast of Farming Assets. If you've joined us for the first time, fantastic. Welcome. We're excited to have you. If you like the content, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe and feel free to share us as well. Don't keep a secret and give this podcast a link to other friends, family, and colleagues. Again, this is all for you guys and feel free not to keep us a secret. Share this episode with everybody you possibly can.